as a teacher, I don't know if there's anything worse than having to prepare for a sub. Literally, I would rather go to school on my deathbed than have to worry about planning for a substitute teacher. And ironically, as I'm recording this, we are in the COVID-19 pandemic right now, and my children are quarantined from daycare. My husband and myself are not quarantined, but our, our children are. That means that we have to miss school because someone has to take care of our kids. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. Pre-COVID-19, really, I would much rather go to school sick. And I will say that I do feel like it's been a nice change to kind of accept that we can stay home instead of have to go to school sick, but it doesn't make it any easier to prepare for a substitute. Besides being sick, there are often times where I've been invited to some sort of professional development conference or something else that's during the school year and I'd always wondered, like, why do we do this to ourselves during the school year? My students need me to be there each day because no one else could teach them the content. And that's what I had thought. But having a lab or a shop causes additional problems because our students may or may not be able to continue working on projects due to qualified supervision. So for me in my engineering classroom, I had a much easier time having a substitute teacher than my husband in the welding shop. So having teaching CTE almost makes it even more of a challenge. So today I want to talk about how we can prepare for a substitute teacher because inevitably we are going to need one. So the first thing we're going to talk about is setting up routines. Now I talked about this also in episode two, what you should really know about routines in your classroom, but this really makes it imperative to have routines in your classroom. So I want you to think about whether or not your classroom could run itself without you being there. So think about how glorious that would be. While you are a very important element of your class, if you could not if your students could not only receive content but complete work in your absence, it would be so much less stressful to miss. I know sometimes I was apprehensive to go to a conference because I would think, oh, my students are going to be that much further behind without me being there. But what if you could go to a conference knowing that your students wouldn't skip a beat while you were gone? So in order for this to happen, you've got to have 
routines or systems set up so that things happen a certain way every single class period and that the students essentially do it by themselves with or without your leadership. So for example, let's take a look at my engineering design class. The basic outline that we followed every day was that there was a bell ringer with a review, some sort of discussion with new instruction, and independent or group work. And then at the conclusion of the class, there would be an exit ticket so that I could check for understanding. And I checked for understanding throughout, but those were the basic steps or parts of my class. So what would it take for my students to start the bell ringer on their own? Could it be that I already have the prompts prepared in a notebook? So they come in, the bell rings, they just get to work. Could it also be that I've got questions online or some sort of LMS that they can go to and answer the prompt with or without me being there? What if I had set up a specific time? We always spend three minutes each day doing our bell ringer. So when students come in, I set a timer with after the bell rings. Well, a substitute could easily do that. There's not really much to it. So that is something that I could set up as a routine in my class. I would also, with my sub plans or my sub binder, always have a seating chart so that my substitute didn't necessarily need to call roll. They could just quickly look and mark roll based on where students were sitting. And that's just another quick tip. It's not really like a routine, but something that could help prepare for a substitute. So then for the next part where we would actually review what we went over in the bell ringer, I usually led that. But what if I were to set up a routine where a student led that discussion and that conversation? Or what if the timer was set again for another three minutes and students were to turn and talk to their elbow partners or maybe they were sitting in groups of four and that was just a standard, hey, the timer goes off the first time, your bell ringer is done, timer goes off the second time, and you're done discussing. And then we lead to into a larger discussion, a whole group of discussion. And this particular procedure actually works out really well because students get an opportunity to think about what the prompt was on their own. And then they get to share it with a small group and discuss it. And then they're more willing to share with a larger group because they've already vetted their answer with their smaller group. The next part of my lesson is giving some sort of new instruction. And in my classes, I usually would give instruction for about five to 10 minutes. So it wasn't a whole ton of instruction. So that's, I actually did direct instruction for that five or 10 minutes to either discuss a misconception or teach them a small skill so that they could do the next part of their assignment or their project. Once again, I did prefer to do this face-to-face so that I could ask questions and they could ask questions, but this is also something that I could easily have done by video on an LMS. There are some pros to this, 
Um, there's definitely some cons as well, but some things that could be nice is that you can watch it or your students can watch it over and over and over again. The other thing is, is if you have absent students, they can also watch it. And as you're having students learn this routine, maybe you switch between face-to-face and using the video. So they get used to doing both, but you're not completely relying on the video and the LMS. So the next part of my lesson was always having students do independent work while I circulated around and answered questions. Now, if you put together your seating chart in such a way that everyone has groups and there's certain students sitting by certain students who would be able and willing to help each other, your independent work could actually really benefit by having those groups next to each other, by having those students next to each other. So regardless of whether or not you are physically there, they could be getting their questions answered by their peers. I'd always had the rule, ask three, then me. So they needed to find out from each other, ask the question to each other. Maybe they're rewatching the video. Maybe they're going on Google as an ask, asking those around them before they asked me. So if a substitute's there, more likely than not, they can get their answer from those around them rather than relying on myself as the teacher or the substitute. Finally is the exit ticket. And once again, I do prefer these handwritten because I found that I check them a lot quicker when they're handwritten, but you could still use an online LMS to have them respond. And maybe it's just that once again, you're doing that every so often to get them used to it. Or maybe it is more frequent and you change your routine and habit like I probably needed to change mine to check those more frequently so that I knew what to address for the next class. So in order for this to work, like any system or routine, it needs to be practiced frequently. So you will not be able to be successful in this if you just put all of those instructions in your sub plan. But if you start today or tomorrow implementing some of these routines and make them so that they are routine, so they are automatic, then you can be successful at these and you can actually implement them in your sub plans, thus making it so much easier for the class to run while you are gone. So my next tip is to have a buddy teacher. This would be someone who is preferably near your classroom so that you can easily tell a substitute that they can send a student over to that classroom. And it's not necessarily just for discipline issues, but maybe you have a student who needs to work on an exam or something else and not be distracted by the other students in the class. You can also utilize your buddy teacher when you are there, which is great too. One thing that we found that works really, really well at the middle school or the junior high level is to have a buddy teacher who teaches a different grade level because the students act differently when they're around their peers versus those who are in a different grade level. So consider finding a buddy teacher who can help you out when you're having issues with students. Your buddy teacher can also be the one that you send an email to with an extra copy of the sub plan or something else so that you can guarantee that that information gets to your substitute. So my last tip is have an emergency plan 
or three at the ready. So pre-COVID, we had always had one emergency plan ready. And when I'm saying emergency plan, these are for the times where you suddenly have to leave the school or in the morning you find out that your kiddos are sick and you have to stay at home and you haven't had time to actually prep what you normally would have had the students do. So instead you have to have them do an alternate activity. Most of the time I knew I was going to need a substitute. So I didn't rely on these emergency plans so much, but in this current day and age, you probably need to have several emergency plans ready that could be used for several of your classes. So they're generic enough that they can relate to your class, but then also to CTE and not really matter what level or which specific course you are teaching. It's much easier if you have one plan they can be used for the entire day rather than switching it up through the different class periods. These kind of plans are career-related lessons like researching higher education or checking out job postings. Those have always been successful for my students. And while they sometimes seem like busy work, if you do have it CTE related or career related, it makes you, it makes the students too feel like they didn't waste their time. While you can create these on your own, another great resource is to check out places like Teacher Pays Teachers. So I had just Googled it and I found a bunch for CTE for career exploration. And if you look for your specific content area, like family and consumer sciences, there were a bunch that pulled up in that. And sometimes I don't like paying for lesson plans, but quite honestly, $3 for a lesson plan that somebody else has already put everything together and everything's ready to print is way worth it than me having to come up with a lesson that I may or may not use. So the things that we've talked about today are setting up routines and systems so that your class can run on its own with or without you there, having a buddy teacher, and having some emergency plans at the ready. As a final thought from a coach and from an administrator's perspective, preparing yourself and your students for a substitute allows you to become a better teacher. While your students do need you, they can survive without you so that you can take care of yourself and your personal development. You may be missing an entire day of school, but they are only missing out on you for about 45 to 90 minutes, depending on how long your class period is, which quite frankly, in the long run, isn't very much time. So take care to set up your routines and systems have your buddy teacher, and have emergency substitute plans so that you can be ready for anything. If you found value in what I discussed today, make sure to subscribe and also share with any teachers who you think would benefit from this. Make sure to also join me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most at Kristen, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N, Massic, M-A-S-S-I-C, and send me a DM. Tell me some struggles that you're having right now. If there's any topics that you would like to discuss in further episodes or some things that you've tried out. Until next week.